There's not one guy, one person in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. I have the opportunity to, to the first time I get to lead a program uh, at Oklahoma. Are you kidding me? It doesn't get any better than just, this. The it, biggest yeah. reason is, it's just, you know, this is Oklahoma. And uh, Oklahoma uh, is, is um, a special place. All right, welcome to our first post-game show. The Sooners win 45-13 to over the UTEP Miners. Dylan Gabriel was 15 for 23, 233 yards with two touchdowns. Gabriel also rushed for touchdowns. Eric Gray, 102 rushing yards on 16 attempts. Marcus Major had 54 yards and two touchdowns on seven attempts. Marvin Mims had 81 yards um, on three targets, three attempts. Guys, Gavin Freeman had a run for 46 yards and a touchdown. Um, other notable stats defensively, Billy Bowman had seven tackles. Danny Stutzman had six. David Uguebu had three. Justin Harrington had four. Reggie Grimes had two sacks on the day. Guys, two and a half sacks, two and a half sacks. Guys, how do we feel about the opening of the Brent Venables era? All right, well, first of all, I want to say it's great to finally get this first game in the books. I feel like it's been nine months in dog years. It's, I feel like it's been so, so long. It's really, I'm glad that today was finally here. Um, I feel like the team played well on both sides of the ball. I feel like I have more takeaway defensively than I do offensively. Because offensively, we kind of knew who the guys were going to be. Like Mims, Gray, Major, Gabriel. We had all of them, but like... Um, defensively, I really liked the way we, we played. We tackled extre extremely well. The defensive line was constantly in the backfield, and I believe that then they had like negative thirty rushing yards. I don't know what it was for the game. I know at one point they did for sure. Yeah, I know, but I feel like it was a very complete performance on both sides of the ball. But one thing that still frustrated me was the penalties. I feel like we could have cleaned those up. Was it seven penalties? I think so, and they were just very untimely. Yeah, they were. Pit penalties when he didn't need them. So that's some of the stuff I had to take away, but what do you guys have? Uh, overall, I think it was a good win. Um, you told me before the game the score, what was it, 45-13? Kind of about what you would really think. Um, and so overall, they got to play a lot of players, which is good. You got to see a lot of guys. Um, so about what you expected, I think. Uh, I, I think I I have a couple of I don't know if I would say concerns, but two things I would want to watch for the next game to see if it's any different would be one offensively. You know, they had those three possessions. Their first two possessions they scored on. My concern would be the time of possession was so lopsided that first half. At one point, it was 12 minutes for UTEP and, like, three for OU. Now, OU had 21 points, but, like, is that time of possession 
going to come into play anytime, you know, in a game. And then also the other thing is I feel like all offseason, especially summer and fall, the one position we've heard talked about so much is Cheetah. And I kind of feel like didn't really hear much from Cheetah today, Deshaun White. You, I mean, you named off the tacklers. I don't think you named Deshaun White. And you had a, you named Harrington with four, but he only came in sparingly at the end. Yeah, he came in and in he the got fourth four quarter. That's so all. He only played before. He quarter, got four but. tackles. So was he being more aggressive than Deshaun White? I don't know. I'd have to watch tape. But you know what I mean. Deshaun White at five. Okay, I don't. I had to watch some tape to see how that cheated position played. Yeah, but because I felt like Stutzman and Ibuwu, they were kind of. They're more they in a lot of things you could see there. They're in. more active than Cheetah. In that game, the Cheetah, it's it's a different position. It's essentially a nickel combined with that outside linebacker. I think Deshaun White played it pretty well. I do think he was a bit timid. But in, in all, I don't really see anything that made me unhappy with the way White played it. I think down the road when he gets more familiar with that position, because you can practice with it all you want when you actually get out there again. I don't know. I think throughout the season, we'll start to see more of Harrington. And I think the fact that you didn't see him that much wasn't really a skill thing. I just think, I don't know, BV, I feel like he said something about it yeah. earlier in the year. But Well, to talk about the Cheetah more, I feel like White, in the game, the reason why we didn't feel his impact as much was because he didn't make that like flashy play. You know, he was there. He was consistent. He's gonna get the job done, and his size, his speed, his athleticism—not none of it stands out. He's just kind of the player that does everything right, and I feel like him and Harrington are gonna be used in completely different ways. Cause White was down in the box a lot more than Harrington. Harrington was more out playing coverage, and White was played more in, in run fits, and he White blitzed quite a bit tonight. One thing I was uh, kind of excited to see, see how how they played together was a defensive line group. You know, grind with two and a half sacks. You've got to see a lot of our Mason Thomas. Yeah, I mean, I, more I was than I thought. more than I thought, and that that was one of the positions they rotated guys in the most. We saw a great amount of stripling, great amount of Laulu, Downs, Thomas, and guys. What did I say about Grimes, man? He was your player of the game. I think he got the defensive player of the game, didn't he? I would agree. I think he has it. I was very I, – I do think Grimes is in for a pretty big year, um, and I was impressed with what I saw from him. And not just on the ends, on the defensive line, there was, I think, people having concerns about Jalen Redmond. Guys, I was pleased with what I saw I from Jalen Redmond. Too, yeah. and I And, matter of fact, one of the guys I have written down on this, I was writing down – Thoughts I saw throughout the game. Twice on here, the name Kevin Gilliam. I do remember one play where Gilliam. he got a really good push one time. Gilliam yeah. played well when he was in there. Gilliam Another guy is Isaiah Luolu was in there quite a bit. He played good. He played good. Well, what, one guy I feel like we saw a lot of too is Jordan Kelly. I feel like he just... He made that... He had a really good play. I... Yeah. There was one play that shut it down. Yeah, there was a play. It was towards the beginning of the game. I would say it was in like first or second drive of the game where he beat the center around instantly and got a tackle for loss. Well, and, and Jeffrey Johnson, like, 
he we yeah. all knew he wasn't like a pass rusher. His he's impact on the run game. Yeah, he's a running soccer. It's incredible. Yeah, I feel like the defensive line this year is going to be more of a collective unit success than just a couple guys. Oh, yeah. It'll be a collective effort. I, I was very pleased, and guys, Venable said it, I think at one point, he's the best player on our defense. Billy Bowman, he did not lie. Bowman no. was everywhere. Bowman played a great game. I mean, he was aggressive. He almost had a pick. He was in the right spots. He made yeah. tackles. He was really good. We you also, can tell, listen, when he went out, that one series, couple series in the second quarter, big difference. Yeah, when Trey Morrison was in, I do think from what I saw, and this was just our first watch, I'll go back and rewatch it, but Trey Morrison, he was in the right spot. Just physically and athletically, he's not as good as Bowman. No, not even close. Well, and also I feel like we got to see Bowman a kick returner too, and you see the explosiveness and quickness he oh, has. He's gonna take one in the house. Back he there. he was taking him out from in the end zone. That's something I don't like. Three or four yards back too. That's mm-hmm. something we never saw. Mm-hmm. Every time he took it out, it was to twenty five. I think a guy that played great to do great today also was Justin Broyles. He was in the right position. He yeah. was. He's. Yeah. Always in the right positions. He's always consistent. You know? So, other than defensive line, other than defensive line, defensive backs, they rotated quite a bit. That would probably be because the linebackers were kind of set. They didn't, they didn't sub a lot there, but the defensive backfield they did. Uh, I would, I mean, Jaden Davis... Played pretty well, in my opinion. I think Woody he had one really missed tackle that really kind of yeah. stood out because uh-huh. it was a bigger play in the game. But outside of that, he played amazing. Woody Washington, obviously, I feel like he, he always plays good though. He's he's just consistent. Yeah, yeah he's a consistent. You can't tell much today. They didn't really throw to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't. There was one play they threw to him. He had on lots. Um, Eaton. I think I saw some good things from But yeah, I saw DJ Graham make a pretty nice play. Yeah, Graham had a tackle late in the game where I want to say he pre- prevented the wide receiver from getting outside to the sideline and stuck his shoulder right into him and got him down. Yeah, they were without Kenai Walker. Did we ever hear what happened with Danny, Daniel Parker? Daniel Parker, no, I I know we'll find out pretty soon. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, in that room, Braden Willis, he had himself a day. Two TDs. Two TDs. Play the game. Three catches for blocking. 55 yards, I believe, was the style. His, his blocking was unbelievable. Guys, that, Levy, we should have known when Levy said he's going to be very, very involved. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure last night I said... Two touchdowns for Braden Willis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you say he was the player of the game on offense? Yes. Uh, probably so. Yeah. It's him, Eric, or him or Eric Gray. Yeah, for sure. One of those two. I agree. Um, I don't know. I feel like, though, the, the offensive line, you could see the difference this year. Especially in the push they got. I feel like, was there... There was maybe one or two run plays that went for negative yardage. Yeah, the running and blocking was better than the pass. I game. think it it was like thirty seven carries for two hundred sixty some yards. 
Yeah. I live with the exact, stat, I think, exact stats tonight. I think the two best offensive linemen, if, if we watch the tape again, we'd see how they graded out. The two best. Raymond Murray. Raymond Murray, yeah. That's what I would say, too. Yeah, because you didn't really notice any mistakes uh-huh. by him. And then I felt like, too, after the first two, two and a half drives, Guyton started to settle yeah, in, really. Settle in. Mm-hmm. And we saw, we got to see a little bit of Conjol from a tower tonight. We saw, was it Aaron Parks for a drive, too? Yeah, he did not look very good. No. He's not. As ready. Savion Bird came in the game and had a nice block. Too. Yeah. A little later in the game, so. Oh, yeah. You know, I feel like the offensive line is a unit. We really are going to get to see week three against Nebraska. Because even though Nebraska, yeah, it, Nebraska? isn't that good of a team. Week four versus K-State. I feel like Nebraska is a pretty solid defensive line, though. Mm, yeah, their defensive mm. line might be okay. It's going to be better than UTEP and Kent State, though. Yeah, for sure. Did anybody know? The Kent State, did they, have, did they, they played Washington. How'd they fare? Does anybody know? Um, no. I'm going to check the score real quick while y'all are. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I think UTEP, I was very impressed with the quarterback play that they had. He was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of QBs, what do you guys rate Dylan Gabriel's performance? I thought it was a very good performance for the Sam, DG. There was a couple right. plays where he missed missed a little mm-hmm. bit, but uh, I think it's only going to get better with him. I would, I liked what I saw. Yeah, Not that it was like, oh my gosh, this is insane, but he did really pretty good. Yeah, a good performance. I wouldn't say great, but good. Mm-hmm. Uh, wide receiver, you know, guys like Mims. Mims performed. But obviously you said at the beginning, I believe, the Gavin Freeman run was a nice play. And he he was a guy that Brett Venables had talked up several times. Oh, quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, that, that was a nice play. It was. But I feel like we didn't get to see Farouk or Weiss involved that much, you know. Weiss? But I, I feel like. We saw a little bit of him. He caught a couple balls. He caught two passes. Fruit caught and one. Fruit caught one, yeah. It's kind of just, I feel like guys like that are going to have to settle into the offense. Yeah, and if you would have had a whole fourth quarter with him, I think you would have seen a little bit but more. Also, whenever you run, but whenever you run the ball so successfully like they did tonight, it's almost hard to want to keep throwing the ball, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Farouk, he had Fruit deep. Was that the fourth quarter or the third quarter? No, that was the second quarter. Third quarter. They came out and the, the it was quarter. the same play they ran for Mims. Mm-hmm. And he had it. He just just overthrew it. And there were a couple plays where uh, Dylan Gabriel, I feel like, kind of held the ball a little bit too long. He I, I do think there was there. a couple that he didn't find a guy open. And I, you really didn't see him get out of the pocket that much and try and create, which is something that maybe because, well, really UTEP wasn't getting that much pressure from that to get yeah. out of the pocket. But, like, we saw Gabriel... He a little bit better than I he, thought. Yeah, he ran for a touchdown, I believe, and he had three rushes that were all nice runs. So, he has the mobility, for sure. We'll just have to wait and see. Oh, yeah. 
All right, so on the previous podcast, our pregame podcast, we made our picks for who was going to be player of the game. Who was your offense player? I had offense. Farouk. Khalil Farouk. I had Farouk. Yeah, he no won me. Uh, offensively, I had uh, Braden Willis. And I'm Marcus Major. Both had good games. Both. Major had two TDs. I think probably I would vote Willis as the player of the game though, yeah. offensively. All right. Defensively, you had Billy Bowman, Bowman. right? Bowman. Reggie Grimes. Danny Stetsman. They all three had All three games. did really all good. I think you can make a case for all three. Yeah, all three had good games. Mm-hmm. I but I feel like vote. whenever you look at the sheer impact. Reggie Grimes. Really? I don't know. Because, well, whenever I... I think I'd go Billy look, Bowman. Whenever. Because when Billy Bowman went out, it was a big Yeah, look. you saw... Grimes made more big plays. Uh... Those sacks, he and a couple sacks that were big plays. Yeah, but also Grimes did have a penalty that cost us earlier in the game, too. That was pretty negative that he could have fixed. Yeah. Too. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like Billy Bowman was really everywhere, all over the field. And I feel like he was close to getting, was it one or two picks? At least one. At least one. Maybe two. No, there's two because he had that one at the very beginning of the oh, game. Oh, and then the one he had when he had his hand on the ball. Oh, yeah. that's right. So. I would probably vote overall. I would probably vote Billy Bowman just because I think he had a big game. Not that Grimes did it. Really? Really? That. My overall player of the game, I would vote Brain Willis. Overall? Because I feel like he's the guy outside of. Billy Bowman, we heard the most hype about in the offseason, right? Yeah. We didn't like we heard some talk about Braden Willis, but I heard a good amount of hype. But I think, but I feel like we heard a lot of Billy Bowman and Harrington and mainly defensive guys. Yeah, because yeah. because the new Brent Venables, all that defensive players are getting hyped up. But like uh, Barnes, he had a quite good game when he came in. He had like three rushes for yeah. thirty yards. I want to say from what I seen, he ran like a freshman man. Who? Barnes, I mean, when he came in and ran, you could tell he was a freshman. He's explosive, yeah, he's, he's violent. Explosive. I mean, this man just ran straight and fast he can, head down. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Well, he'll, he'll be very good. For sure. Another thing I want to talk about is the new walk of champions they have and the new suits they have. Yeah. I, I like it. It's cool. It's it's right through the area where the new tailgating's at. Isn't uh-huh. it? I believe I so. so. Yeah, it's great. I feel like though the the fans need to show up and stay better, especially the students. Yeah, I feel like because when I got after the first quarter, whenever I don't know well, how much whenever that we can really. Sure, it was so hot. It was, it was, it was hot. hot. It was very hot. I mean, still. I mean, if you're a student, you're probably gonna go back to your dorm and watch it. Well, I'm not using me as an example. Think about being a drunk student. With well, drunk and hot, it's not a good combo. Well, a lot of the s- students usually aren't drunk. They get yeah. drunk after the game. I, I don't know. I do think it was kind of a bad performance from the student section. I'd be interested to see how it is later on in the season before. Well, you have a bigger game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I and and like next week, next week next being week. a night game, they'll stay. And, it's a night game. And, and plus there's the new lights, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll get to see all that next week. Um, mm-hmm. Did you get the final score for Kent State? Uh, they're still playing. It's just first quarter. 
what school is seven nuts in Washington. You know, I don't think we can close the podcast out without mentioning Gavin Freeman. Oh man. One touch is all he had, but yeah. you know, Venable's been saying all summer how he's just so good. In practice he's what was it? Was it like fifty two yard? Touchdown like I don't wanna say. I don't yeah, remember. Four, 46. 46 yard touchdown, okay. Man, that, yeah. He got hit and he just kept going. Uh, Stiff arm, kept going. Spin move. I feel like also talk about the fans more. This needs to be our year to get our SEC ready right. Because whenever we go into the SEC right now, when you look at the way our stadium is, well, not really stadium, like the fans, the engagement, the noise, we're going to be bottom in the SEC. Oh, yeah. It's different. It's, you it's can't the, take that away from a UTEP game. No, no, it. I know, but it's like, it was the first SEC, game of the SEC. year of a new era under Brent Venables. Like, whenever you get seven, 73,000 at the spring game, with, like, from what it looked like, the spring game environment was more electric than what the game was today on TV. This, um, the spring game vibe was. Before we kind of get into amazing. all that, I want to touch again on Gavin Freeman. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Gavin Freeman say his goal is to score every time he touches the ball? Yeah. He did he, that. He's that athletic. So far, he's done that. He's one for one. looks like it's like, you don't look like he's running, but he's running pretty quick. Quick. 21 mm-hmm. miles per hour, I think, is what said on the ESPN broadcast. Mm-hmm. That seems right to me. Yeah. There, I mean, there was... Mm-hmm. The offense, I mean, I knew they were going to go fast, right? But that first couple drives, they're a minute 15. 115, 148. And they were like five plays, 80 yards, five plays, 90 yards, 10 plays. 219 yards in six minutes. Wait, six minutes into the quarter. Yeah, that's crazy. That is with the other team getting the ball. I know, that's insane. They went way faster than uh, I was expecting. Um, The defensive line... Did good. Then there was a fourth down play. They went for it, and Eric Gray. Eric Gray had a couple nice cuts. And he ran. He ran be- better through the tackles. Yeah, like inside the tackles, he ran better than he did last year. He's strong for sure. Uh, yeah. I was. I, go ahead. Uh, I was. I was kind of disappointed we didn't get to see Tawi Walker. I don't think at all. We did. He ran the ball. He ran he had like two, carries. two carries. Yeah, two carries, but. I would like to see him more, you know. Yeah. Cause he's the only guy on our on our team. Well, Marcus Major, he's a pretty big bully back. So I'm gonna put on the goal, goal line, but Tommy Walker, he's just a bowling ball. Oh, he is. Like he sure. he's a lot more wide than some of the other guys, and he's a lot more built too. Well, it'll be interesting to see when Daniel Parker gets back. Yeah. With him and Braden in there to block. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be. And also, like, tonight we didn't get to see Gabriel under center at all, I don't think. That's true. And whenever Parker comes back and and whenever you have him and Willis up there blocking, you can run the stretch zone like uh-huh. Baylor does to their side and let them block. Yeah, yeah guys. It was very vanilla. Very vanilla. I was going to say that. I don't think we very saw. Vanilla. And I'll, I'll go back. Both, to both the, sides. Of both sides of the ball. Well, I don't think they showed very much. Well, outside of the first quarter, like in the first quarter – I want to say all of the plays on defense, it was a different coverage. But in the second quarter, it was a lot of 
basic like oh yeah cover cover two like simple zone concepts oh, and yeah. ram and I, I I don't think they're gonna show much for a minute. I think no, probably not. You'll see some more Nebraska. Nebraska and K State when yeah, Kent State you're not gonna see a whole lot probably. I mean I think Venable they got all kinds of stuff there, especially Levy too. Like really the we saw that play they they went to Mims and they started off the drive third play of the game, forty two yard bomb to Marvin Mims. You would think too, and with how all the different things Venables and Ted, Ted Roof has seen, they have over two, three hundred different defensive formations they can run. Oh, yeah, for sure. They got so many multiple things. Yeah, guys, one of the things I want to point out is on that first drive, they were very adamant about getting Mims the ball mm-hmm. immediately. They took that deep shot to him and then they went right back to him. Mm-hmm. That's true. And for if sure. they're going to do that all season, man, mm-hmm. I mean, Brandon Willis, I mean, today he already has as much touchdowns as he had all last year. Mm-hmm. True. Well, we did get to see one turnover force today with Gentry Williams. Yeah. He had the and it, yeah, nine late the boy. pick towards the end of the game. You know, my hot take was the defense had 30-plus takeaways this year. Last year they had 24. We'll have to see about. Uh, yeah, they missed on a few. Stutzman had one right in his hand. I was hoping he'd get that one. Mm-hmm. Bowman almost Bowman had Bowman had one. two chances. He almost, no, he almost, you're not forgetting that one he almost Yeah, no, he almost had two, three. Because he had two in the first drive. True. I'll go back and deep dive into it. I'm sure on our, on episode seven in our podcast, what, probably Tuesday or Monday, we can kind of uh, go more and more into this game. But just from first thoughts, I just want, I don't know. I would say this was. What would you grade it as? What would I grade it? I would grade this as somewhere in the A minus to B plus range. Jackson, I'll give it an A rating. You know, oh, B, yeah, because the tackling was way ahead than what it's ever been. Yeah, too, and I feel like really they there was no turnovers by the offense. They only punted three times, which that's not that much really. I mean, at all. And it was really in the second half. Did they have one penalty? One maybe. I want to say they had one. They didn't have penalty in the second half. Oh no, they had a couple though. When they did have penalties, it was just at the worst time. Yeah, a lot of it was like there was a on a third and long. Stutzman held on a on a play, and then yeah, that pi. That pi. That was kind of a tacky call. That was weak. Yeah, you overall, know. I mean, great performance, and now you move on to, mm-hmm. as Venable said in his presser, we're going to strip it down to the studs and start all over. That's yeah. what they're going to do tomorrow, so let's get ready for Kansas Day. Tomorrow they call it Mindset Monday, as Brent Venable said. So it's going to be a lot of implementing new stuff they're going to do mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yeah, there's a couple stuff they'll probably have to clean up on. Yeah, but they get tape to wash. They get all that. That's going to help them big time. Yeah. So. And, and you said tape, and that reminded me of a couple of plays where there was that. I mean, I think it was the second or third possession when our defense was shutting down to where it was 21 out. We saw Reggie Grimes make a play where it was like he knew the play. Like he stood there. Oh, yeah, his arm up. And then sure. Jaden Davis just absolutely yeah, ate a play up. Mm-hmm. It was a screen. He ate that up. 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. So, if you guys could choose one one word to say about today's game, what would you pick? Mm. I would say success. Mm -hmm. Today was a success. First win for Venables. Get that behind you. Mm -hmm. Good effort. Good W. Moving on. Mm -hmm. I would say more of like a phrase. I would say the new era is finally here. You know? Like, oh, yeah. Because the defense played fast. Mm -hmm. They played physical. They played punishing in the run game. Yeah. And in the run game, also, they were suffocating. And the offense was explosive. They had several expo the explosive play with Freeman and Mims. Yeah. And they had a couple of nice runs from Gray. The offense was physical, too, at the point of attack. Brody, what do you pick? Man, I don't know if I could uh, talk about this game with one word, but... Yeah. I mean... I would, again, I would kind of echo what you said with success. Like, you get the win, on to the next game. 1-0, next game. And look for improvement. Because I saw some things, there was a lot of flashes where it's like, this could be really good. And it was only 13 points. In my mind, it kind of feels like we allowed more than 13 points. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's some of that because we knew head coach and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I think 13 points is good. Well, I feel like it feels like that because of all the passing yards they had. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's why. Yeah, so. Next week's Kent State. Got Man. got another game week, which is nice. No bye week or anything. No bye week for a while. We got a lot of pressers to listen to. Got to rewatch the game, guys. That's what I'm going to do. Probably <coughs> early in the morning. Uh, rewatch the game again. And uh yeah. been a long day. Well long day. next week we have Texas Alabama to look forward to. That's true. Hey, Where, Texas is playing pretty good tonight. It's Yellow Monroe. Like, you know who didn't play good tonight? That Oregon pick you made. Well yeah. that was a hey, I'm we're not, a, hey, we're not talking about pick, my picks tonight. Alright, yeah, we'll, we'll save that we'll for save the next podcast. Tonight. But like you said, we're gonna have tons of stuff out on the website. Um this week is going to be a pretty big week for it. That was our post-game podcast again. Uh, first post-game podcast. Guys, any last thoughts? It, it, it's here. It's, it's back. Here. It's moving, moving on to the next Next week. week. Next game. All right. Boomer. Boomer. Peace.